you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect it, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, so respect it, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect it, respect it, respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat. What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast back at you. Episode 54. Rich is here. What's up, everyone? Frankie's here. What's going on? Episode 54, the Jalen Smith episode. Da- right. Dallas Cowboys linebacker. Why not, right? I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of any other 54s. No, no, no. Why? Because you got any, you got anybody else? 54, Brian Urlacher, no? No. Brian Urlacher was not 54. I don't know what number he was. We could look that up, but... Was not 54, I'll tell you that much. Um, we're back at you. The NFL draft, 2019 NFL draft. Who's 54? Brian Urlacher. Oh, okay. There you go. Brian Urlacher. Hall Perfect. of Famer. He had to go Brian Urlacher. All right. Brian Urlacher. That's fine. Just shout me out someone that you want, and I'll go with that person. But could I start somewhere real quick? Definitely. Did you, did you notice how you messed up? Like on the podcast, you said no, something we only wrong. Ma- we only notice when you mess up. But, and we instantly corrected you. Right. Two weeks in a row, you let your boy over here mess no. up. Listen, I told you before the microphone was turned on that I want I the audience to note that he's looking at Mike because he knows that I know shit about yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah. So I, this is more, I can't correct him. <laughs> this is more direct. I gave you Mike. the benefit of the doubt. The only reason why is because the NBA switched for a couple years there what the series are seven games best out of seven or best out of five they switched it so many times that when you said that it was you know if they got to win best out of five best out of five i was like swept after three games it is also i'm realizing as i'm listening to the podcast i'm like i'm an idiot again i mess up first thing right off the bat on the podcast it's okay i didn't mess up though i just i don't think he is the celtics ended up sweeping though yes i was just one game (laughs) off yeah you are you're right there um, and like I said, a 2019 NFL draft occurred. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs so far and what we think. We're going to talk a little bit about the NFL, MLB Minute. We'll have the MLB Minute. So we're just going to roll a little bit here. And then I got an interesting question for Frankie um, that has to do a little bit with boxing. Rich, you could chime in if you want to. I don't know how much you'll know about it, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's start now with the, um, with the draft, the NFL draft. I thought it was an awesome draft. The first round was really great. Second round is two. It's just a great thing. Memphis, awesome city to have it in. Nashville. Na- Corrected uh, you again. A, right. Okay. Sorry. Two, two dog in one episode. All right. That's fine. <laughs> Listen, I got to run an episode right now. Now that I found out five minutes before we started that I'm back with the agenda. I'm back with the computer. I'm back with everything else. No problem. Okay. Two corrections. I, I, it's going to be probably five by the end of this. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Guy got no sleep this weekend. Shout out to my boy Kenny Blacks, turned 30 years old over the weekend or so. Shout him out, man. Great, great person. Him and his girl, Michelle, welcomed us in D.C., man. Great city. Great people. Great family Kenny has. Whole deal. Awesome. But we watched the second round of the NFL draft there. I watched the first round of the NFL draft at my house. I know a couple of you guys either watched it or caught up on it. First pick, Kyler Murray, right? Let's start there. What did you think of it? Awesome. That, right? that, that coach right from the beginning said that if Kyler Murray's there at one, or if they have the first pick, that he would take him, that he's an unbelievable athlete. And that's what he did. He, he just took the guy he said he was going to take. And a lot of people were saying, oh, well, you got Josh Rosen. He has a year under – like, if that's the guy you want and if that's the guy you want to create your team around – because last year he got – Rosen got picked up by a different GM and coach. This year they have a new coach and GM, so you can't you can't run a team off of these players that could, that got drafted that weren't your guys. Right. If you're coming in and this team and this organization is letting you be the coach, 
go with what you want. Mm-hmm. Who cares if you have Rosen? And they ended up trading him right. later on, and they, and they got the guy he wanted. Do you think, though, that they should have made the trade before the draft? If they're, it would, Because I thought it was a— well, you get you would get more value during the draft. Right, that's, that's what, what I thought. Oh, you think during the during draft they would have got more value? Yeah, I think they did it. They but did it backfired because right. because as as uh, picks are are falling, teams get more desperate and want to trade up. So. Exactly, that's what I said. I, I agree. But with But it Frank. didn't this time, though. It didn't. But right? it, and they still and got I something think, from it. But here's the thing: if you know that the Giants, the Dolphins. Who else was in that mix? Do you remember who else? But was here's in the, the thing: in the Rosen mix. Here, here's the thing: before it was, basi- it was basically just the Giants and and Miami. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing: before the draft, you're just gonna take what they're offering. During the draft, if you mm-hmm. wait till then, one of those teams, like me and Frank are saying, might have got really desperate mm-hmm. and they would have threw something crazy. Also, at you they could just say to make sure like, you- we could, we we might be able to get the the quarterback that we want in the draft, so we're not gonna give up a second round pick. He was never gonna get a first round pick. Yeah. I mean that that was known. It was going to be a second or even later. So I agree with you. I, mean, I think that he's not worth a, f- a first round pick. But to me, if I was the GM of the Cardinals and I know that I'm going to take Kyler Murray first because of uh, King- Kingsbury is the guy in there. We hired him. He's been wanting Kyler Murray since Kyler Murray was in high school. He's been recruiting this kid and couldn't get him. Finally gets his opportunity again. It's like the craziest story. This whole draft is full of a lot of stories, too. I don't know if you paid attention to all, but there's like a lot of things that happened over this draft that never happened before. But this is pretty crazy. This guy, Cliff Kingsbury, is the coach at what? Texas A&M or Texas Tech? One of them? Texas, one of them. I think I Texas forget. A&M. No, um, was it Texas Tech? Was He was a coach of Mahomes. Yes. Baker. Correct. So okay. it was Texas Tech. Texas Tech. So he's there, and he's recruiting Kyler since high school. Can't get Kyler to come. Then Kyler goes to transfer. Still can't get him to come when he transfers. Then he, then he gets the opportunity to be the NFL coach. And an NFL coach who just so happened to then get, get the, the number one pick and just so happened that Kyler Murray is coming out. And like that that matched up perfect. <laughs> if Arizona, I think, don't have the first doesn't have the first pick, I don't think Kyler Murray is the first pick. I don't think and then so, everything right. is different. I think that's silly. I, I think like it is silly? it is a great story, but right. sometimes you have to go beyond reason. And okay, maybe you don't need a quarterback, but sometimes you have to take the best player that's available in the draft, especially at first overall. And I feel like he's the best player in the draft. Yes, agreed, agreed. So here's the other. How part. do you pass on that? I mean, unless you have Patrick Mahomes or like a really young quarterback, correct? You still take him and let him let him be there, let him develop for a few years, and or then you, or you take him and you like say you're the Chargers, again. you yeah. don't need a quarterback right. per se. Mm-hmm. But if if you have the chance to get Kyler Murray, I'd still say go for it. Yeah, I think he's the best player in the draft too. You 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 think though that he is that type of a player that you would still pick in number one, like like you're saying yeah. if San Diego had it, you have Philip Rivers, you don't really need a quarterback. You you would still take no, no. this player I number wouldn't. one overall when you have you could pick any college athlete as you want and you you could get a like a Nick Bose, a DN, a Josh Allen, a Quentin Quincy Williams, Williams yeah, yeah. a player like that. Quentin, Quentin De- Williams, there's one for you. <laughs> Thanks. Ding, ding, ding. Let's see who has more. <laughs> me or you by the end of this. I, I like that you're correcting me, though. That's, that's what I need. All that's right. what I need. But I, 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 don't think, uh, I don't think a team would do that. I agree with you, you, Rich. You, you need to pick up a player that can make an impact that year. Mm-hmm. You know, picking up Kyler Murray when you're another team that doesn't need a quarterback, you're not benefiting. Your team's right. not getting saying, better. There, there's not many Kyler Murrays. Yo, say that that might be like passing on Russell, Russell Wilson later on a few years from now. Uh, agreed. Agreed. And, and now you have Philip Rivers retiring but, in two years, and you're like, but I feel like you have to worry when you hit then. on a quarterback. Kyler Murray is not the type of kid though where he sits down 
and and then gets. I think you gotta put him in now. Well, that's and the roll new. With that's that the new culture. And if he has, but to he's do that, that type of kid, though. Well, he you got, well, you gotta he, fire him. If up. he could, if he has to do that, he'll do that. Yes, agreed. but he would any any quarterback. I I'd like to say this about any quarterback. If they have two years to develop, they will be better than if they just come out slinging. Yes. And that's not saying that they're not going to be great right mm-hmm. out of the bat, like Baker yeah. or, is or these guys. Be, would always be somewhat beneficial. It's always yeah. going to be. It's not going to hurt you. you I said, agree. I agree with you. You said something pretty interesting, though, Mike. You said that the new culture is that these young quarterbacks come in mm-hmm. and they play right away. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes didn't. And, and exactly. Look at, look at how he showed no, up. I didn't say exactly. That. I didn't say that. Frankie just said that. But you said that that's the new culture of the NFL. Is that no, these I young players? That. Yeah, Frank Th- said that's that. That's two. Two mistakes. <laughs> Ding. There All it right. Is. Okay, here we go. Well, I just hold on, though. All right, but so the, then redirect the question to that fool over there. Because <laughs> I agree. Go ahead. Say it, Rich. I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> that you said that these new uh, players coming in and plugging in and not sitting. But then the Giants' whole yeah. mentality was mm-hmm. completely different when they drafted because they drafted Daniel Jones mm-hmm. with the sixth pick. Right. All right. We're going to. Okay. Which we'll kind of get into right. that right now. But their whole mentality is that they're going to sit him behind Eli for two, three years. I know, which and is let him another develop. whole thing that I can't wait to talk about, so too, which is insane. It just goes right. against that whole well, thing of insane. these quarterbacks getting drafted and getting plugged in right away. The, the, the concept of that is not insane. No. No, okay. no the concept okay. is not insane. I totally agree. All right. But, so okay, so Kyler Murray, we all agree that he's the guy who goes number one. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay, we're all in agreement with that. The other, the other history that was made that night was – who, who was Nick, there? Nick Bosa. Lincoln Riley. Well, hold on. We're going to get to Nick okay. Bosa. Lincoln Riley, the coach of both Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, has the first coach ever to have number one back-to-back picks. That's pretty cool. That's pretty crazy. Also, the school that they came from, Oklahoma. Right, the school back-to-back and the coach, Heisman. everything. Back-to-back yeah. Heisman winners there. Back-to-back NFL first pick overall. Crazy. All right, so two, San Francisco comes up. Just say for a second, before we start going to Nick Bosa for a second, say San Francisco has has the number one pick. They have Jimmy Garoppolo coming off of the injury, but they just signed him. What do they do? I don't, if they had number one, I'm telling you, Nick I don't Boza. see how you don't. Nick Bosa, you say how you goes don't number pick one? Kyler Murray. Okay, I agree with you, Rich. I think if I was in their position, I got my quarterback. I'm ready to pay him. I'm committed to him. I'm taking the guy, another guy who's That's up. That's all because, fun and games until right. he throws ten picks his first game, and but, you're like, but damn, why, I could have had this guy. Right? Why? Would, I mean, does it, that really make sense to you, Frank? Yeah, it does you make have sense. Jimmy to me. G, who you're paying a lot of money. That doesn't you're mean that he's in, all that. You're already invested in this guy. Now Kyler Murray comes out. You go, you know what? Let's draft him. Kyler too. So Murray, now we have, you're not paying anything. Though. So so now we have these two great court, well, two quarterbacks on our team, and now we're going to have a whole problem on our hands. Because it doesn't have to be a problem. Listen, I think that's a crazy concept. I think you go and get a player that could impact your team right away on a different position that you might need. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think they still would have taken Nick, Nick Boza first overall. If it like Mike said, if Arizona wasn't number one, I don't think Ky- Kyler Murray would have went number totally one. Totally agree. So Nick Bose's family, first, first defense. Go ahead, Rich. Uh, the but the Boses became the first family with a son, and, a father, and two sons to be drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. The only other family to do that was the Mannings, but that was on the offense si- offense side of the ball. Crazy. A lot of people who were asking why wasn't ha- the the Longs? You know, you have Howie Long. Howie Long and then wasn't, two, wasn't drafted in the first. He round. was drafted in the second round. Yeah, pretty crazy, pretty crazy. But still, that's another. Because he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know if his two sons are. Well, the other, the one is the Jake uh, Long, the, the offensive line. Yeah, he's got a while to go, but he's very good, very good. But the other guy has he has a Super Bowl or so. Guy, Chris with Long, the Patriots, so. right? Yeah. So and, that's and it. with the, the Eagles, the Eagles. I'm two. sorry, Eagles. Yeah, and he Eagles. Has he has two Super Bowls. Yes. So then at three, the Jets go, right? And the Jets take Quinton Williams. Yo, how young does he look? 
Quentin Williams? My man still got oh, braces. He, got the braces he looks like he's 16. He's the man. Okay. That, that's all fun and games, but if you've seen oh. him in real life, he looked like like a 16-year-old giant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't stand a chance. Big time. Big time. So Quentin Williams goes three um, from Alabama, and that means that the Jets then in the last three years go defense, defense, defense. That defense is ridiculous. Yeah, and it's getting scary now again because that defense was scary at a point, and they were really good. They got a young quarterback who I think is going to be good. I think Donald's going to be good. Now you got Bell there. You added a couple Another receivers. Another guy who really would have benefited from from sitting behind a great quarterback. And what I think is going to help that, that Jets defense is Mosley. Mm-hmm. Being a guy to, to direct that defense, a veteran guy that played in Baltimore, yeah, yeah. now over in New York. And is Greg Williams the defensive coordinator there? Yes. yes. The Jets, so, you yes. know, this defense has been really good. Great fit, right? I thought, the, I thought that the draft went in a way that it was a – like every team who – besides the Giants, <laughs> every other team, though, picked – What they needed. To what they needed. I and agree. they picked a guy who's going to be p- plugged into a spot that they need to be filled, and they're all – Really good. Like these kids are just getting better and better, and they're readier, if readier, if that's a word, quicker. Like they're ready to play next year. These these rookies, they're going to be impact guys. So at four now is the Raiders, which is I think where the draft gets crazy. And I like to compare it to a fantasy football draft when the guy got like the fifth pick, and then he picks a guy that like he picks like Tom Brady, right? <laughs> the fifth pick in the fantasy draft, the guy goes Tom Brady. It's I don't like, I don't see the beef with this pick. Okay, so let's talk about this pick. So at 4, the Raiders take, let's see if we can get this kid's name right. Kalein Farrell, right? All right, we'll go Someone, with that. Kalein Farrell. We'll go with that. That's fine. Something like that it is. Highest drafted player out of Clemson. He's the highest drafted player ever to come out of Clemson. But they say that he fits the scheme. Okay, that's fine. So you're okay with the pick at 4? Do you agree with this? Before you said, do you say that this is a pick that th- kind of throws people for a little loop, though, and starts, like, the domino effect of, like, play teams, like, not ready for the guy that they yes. that's now going to be available to them? Now Devin, like, there's even more players now available. Yeah. Devin White, Josh Allen, all those players get pushed back now a little yes. bit more. But yes, if players you were, get pushed back, if, right. If you were re- reading between the lines mm-hmm. the whole week leading up to the draft, you would have seen this coming because mm-hmm. Gruden send, sent all the – the, the scouts home because mm. he wanted to protect who he was picking number one. Mm. And with him and the guy that's the GM now, you knew that something Mike crazy Mayock. was going to happen. Mm. Like they had someone in mind that no one else had in mind. Mm. And they were trying to use all this misdirection and everything. But they had their guy. And it might not have been who everybody thinks is going to be a superstar, but they seen something in this kid. And he's a really – I mean, you, you watch film on he's him good. play defense at Clemson, and he's an, uh, a super athlete. Yes. So I don't really see the beef with it. The thing to me was that threw it off is that at four, I would have thought the best player available is either Josh Allen or, um, or Devin White. They either go Josh Allen or Devin White. They get a linebacker in really, Devin really White, good players, yeah. or they get or they get a or edge rusher in in Allen. That's what I thought they were going to do. Two also really good players. So I think, but this throws it off. I do agree. They picked for their scheme. They love this guy. They wanted this guy. Great. I don't think he's the best out of all those Clemson players that came out, but he's really good. All right. So you pick him at four, right, Rich? They pick him at four. Who do you think they should? Who would you have went with at four? Oh um, my! I probably would have went the guys. Jeff. One of those guys, Devin White or Josh Allen, whatever. Okay. But probably Josh Allen because they need to replace Khalil Mack. They need an edge rusher. Oh, right. So I think Josh Allen would have been a bit, little bit, would have been a better fit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, how could we like this, this? This the guy who they went with was was still a top DN. Yeah. Who they went? Who they drafted? Mm-hmm. And I think what they were aiming for is these 
I mean, he played for Clemson. Mm-hmm. So he played in a national championship game. I don't know. I think they, they said he won two. Okay. So he's won two national championships with Clemson. Mm-hmm. So he has this winning mentality. And I think that's kind of what John Gruden and Mayock are looking for. They drafted four players that were from Clemson or Alabama total. Four total yeah. out of nine picks. Right. Pretty crazy. So they're, they're going after these guys that have a winning mentality, mm-hmm. a leadership mentality. If you watch the draft, the conversation between him and Mayock was – we picked you because of your leadership. Yeah. We want you to come in and lead. We want yes. you to come in and take. So that's what they were going for. Yeah. Not saying yeah. Josh Allen couldn't do that, mm-hmm. but I think just because he was a part of the Clemson team. Yeah. And the, and the situation that Clemson's been in the last few years, I think that's why they went towards this player a little bit more. Okay. And I know they also said that, and Mayock is a guy of the guy who and Gruden too want guys on their team that that are resilient, that are tough, that have a they have a background that they came from that they overcame already, and then they have the right nucleus of support around them because they picked this kid and Farrell, Antonio Brown. Who, right? <laughs> that's the other part, though. But these kids, this kid Farrell, his two par- his parent, both his parents are in the military. Both of his parents are heavily influenced in his life. The dude Josh Jacobs, the who running back, who they picked, who was homeless, whose pops took him and all his kids on. And figured out a way to get them through what they needed to get yeah. through, living in cars and living in situations. So okay, they want to build. You, you this seen up. Hardball? Hardball? Because that's yep. like that's Gruden. Yes. He's he's looking at the girlfriend, being like, she's ugly. He has bad vision. Right. They're right. looking into all types of weird stuff into they're your in. background, exactly. and they're like, they're in. Okay, so oh, he I picks see something him. there. Right. Yeah. So that's four. Okay, but I think now now it gets mixed up. Where they go? So Tampa Bay. I say to myself, Tampa Bay either going to take Devin White because they want a linebacker or. Um, uh, Josh Allen. Or Josh Allen. So it's like, okay, what are we going to do here? But I was telling Rich earlier, I think they already have their mind made up on Devin White. Great pick from LSU. And they say to themselves, why even get ourselves confused? Now that Allen's available, that shouldn't change anything. Because I think they hired, they had both of them up there. Let's just go with our guy. This is our guy. This is the guy we wanted. We fell in love with him. Pick him. Okay, so they pick him. Devin White. Do you guys agree it's a good pick for Tampa Bay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Tampa Bay, I wrote this in my notes. Uh, where did this go? Devin White, All right? Is that who I just talked about? Devin yes. White. Um, he goes to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, man, they got uh, what's the, who's the coach there now? Head coach Bruce, uh, Bruce Arians. To me, and I was Todd like Todd Bowles and Todd Bowles. Todd, that's the, him the hiring Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles was great as a defensive coordinator for years for Arizona, for years. He built that great team, great defensive teams that were playing awesome with guys, whoever they were. Now he gets this guy, great pick. All right, so now we got the Giants at six. And I say to myself, Giants taking Josh Allen. I'm talking to Giant fans, Mabel. He's telling me, guy, guy go Josh Allen. Don't need a quarterback. This is what we want. But now the, so now the curveball comes in. <laughs> the, the, the Raiders threw the knuckleball and kind of threw people off, but people kind of said, okay, whatever, I can still see it. But then the Giants throw the curveball and they go Daniel Jones at six. I don't I don't I don't have beef with the pick. I don't really? have I don't have beef with, with Daniel Jones. I have beef with where they picked Daniel Jones. Agreed. You could have got him in the third round. You could have got him with the seventeenth. Why pick. are you picking him sixth overall when you know he's gonna be available next round? You have an you have right. another pick in the first round that you yeah. could have drafted him on. And he definitely would have been there. Hundred percent would have been there. So they, why wouldn't you pick 
a superstar defensive player when you know the guy that you want anyway is going to be available later on. I just don't but, see. But the thing is, they I don't get the logic. They weren't a hundred percent sure they were going to be able to get Daniel Jones because there was a little rumor going around that Washington was interested in Daniel Jones. No, they weren't. Then you take Dwayne I, Haskins. I understand. Right. Okay. So take Daniel Jones. I get, Thanks. I get, I get what you're I'll saying. I'll take Haskins at seventeen. Perfect. And I they get, still win. Now they get Josh Allen and they get Haskins at seventeen. Or or they get Josh Allen. There. Right, or there they get Josh so Allen. Josh, there was so many Daniel Jones-like quarterbacks available in this draft. Right, yes. I agree. And they all went, and they all went in the second round. Yeah. Or third. Or, or, or third. Haskins is not a Daniel Jones quarterback. He's awesome. I don't Kyler think so. Mur- but- He's awesome, bro. And Kyler Murray is awesome. So you got to take one of them. Okay, they do. Kyler Murray goes first. You want Daniel Jones? All right, wait on him, though. Wait on him. Get the superstar kid, Josh Allen. Pick him. And then later on, you get Jones, you get Jones. You don't get as much flack, one. But two, you don't waste a pick. So there, there was, they take ahead. Haskins, and you're okay with that at that pick? 100%. Wow. 100%. I don't know I what you see in that guy. I, 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 think they I went. see he threw 5,000 yards for the year. He threw for 20-something touchdowns on the year. He's big. He's strong. He's athletic. He's... From New Jersey, so he's gonna. He grew up a Giant fan. He wants to be play for the Giants, and he's a leader. And in all the challenging games that he played against anyone in the Big Ten, which is a great conference, he played very well against. Last three games, but they played like Ohio State, Washington, and Northwestern, all really good teams last year. He threw for four, 13 touchdowns and one pick. He could here's, play. That kid could play. Here's football. my question: now. He's a superstar, Haskins. Let's just say. Let's just well, say Haskins. Josh Allen. How do you say his name? So you should have corrected me. Josh guess. Allen yeah. and Devin White were both. They were all gone. Well, Devin right. White was gone, but Josh Allen was obviously still there when they when they picked. But say Josh Allen ended up going, mm-hmm. and there was those 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 he was gone. Right. And they went Daniel Jones. Do you think it would still be as much heat as it is now? Yeah. Yeah. So if Josh Allen is gone, they don't even have that availability. They could have took uh, Ed Oliver. They could have could have took Devin Bush. So you, There's but, so many better players to take at that position and then still get your guy if you want him at 17. I got no problem with that. If you want your guy that bit, but you know what? He's honestly going to be there at the next one also. The but, next one you got, he's going to be at that but one. You guys the keep third on round saying, pick. You guys, he would have been available today. You're right. Draft over. You're right. But, but, but the thing is... If this, there was talk that they wanted Daniel they Jones. They have to be when smarter I than the average person. When I was listening to ESPN Radio, mm-hmm. the New York sports show, you know, the, but this the New York is the shows, thing that they, I don't go, understand. Going into Thursday night, they were talking about the G- Getterman. Is that his name for the, the GM? Yeah, Getterman. Or the, the Getterman, whatever. Yeah, Getterman. He he was saying that they were going to go Daniel Jones. They really like Daniel the Jones. The beef is so that they Thursday, wanted they Daniel it. Jones. Right. Yeah. You want Daniel Jones? I'm fine with that. You can have Daniel Jones, mm. but you can't take him at six. He's not a sixth overall player, and he's going to be available to. And I know it's your guy, Rich. I know it's your guy. So you want to like solidify and if it? He's and not. End it, it's not the end of the world. But you have to be smart enough though to say to yourself, he's going to be there. Rumors but or you don't, not, but you don't know that a hundred percent. This is you why don't. you can't be wholehearted into something, and that's. That's what his problem is, this GM. He's, like, taking his heart into it. He, he was butthurt about the OBJ situation. Send maybe the top th- best receiver. You could argue that he's the best receiver in the NFL, but you could also argue he's top three, top five, whatever. He's a, he's a like, monumental receiver. You, those guys do not come around. Like, guys like him and Julio and everything. You can't get rid of that guy, so he does because he's butthurt about him, and he can't control him and can't talk to him out of it. Then what he does is he, he dressed Barkley. Great. Good pick. I like Believe me, you can't go wrong. Anyone that drafted Barkley is a good move. But now he says to himself, 
I'm really love Daniel Jones. I have to be smart enough that if I don't get him, it's fine. I'm gonna get somebody that's good for my football team. He's picking guys that he's like in love with or something. I hear. I, I, I don't watch the chances. He watched Daniel Jones throws. is gonna be there at the 17th pick. Listen, I agree. What's the, what, what's the percentage? Do you think with I the think, rumors? I think 100. percent He still would have been there. No, no, there. no. Because you said there was some doubt. So. What I'm, do you think? I'm just trying to play the different end of this. The, the but it doesn't topic. work right. because you can't take him I don't six see any because end maybe he's not going to be available then that, when everything is saying that most likely he is. And if he's not, it's not the end of the world. But maybe to them it was. That that's, was not, the, that's not a once-in-a-lifetime player. It's but, just He's just not. Right. Right. Maybe the way they looked at Josh it was— Josh Allen is. Devin Bush is. I, I agree. Is, I agree with you. I'm just trying to defend I got beef it. About and Devin Bush and, too, but we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll definitely that's get into crazy. that. This is good. This is gonna be a good podcast. <laughs> we got about three hours because that's what we're running into here. Rich. So here's the other part too. Say they totally don't get any quarterback. Say that whatever Hashkins goes to the um, to the Redskins and then whatever. Uh, what, what Daniel Jones goes to Miami. This just make up some random thing. They 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 go. You can always trade for Josh Allen, Josh Rosen. That's and what I thought was going to happen. Josh Rosen. That's the other move you could. That's really you're, what I thought the Giants were going to do. Great position as the Giants. <laughs> great. I thought they were going to somehow totally messed it up. You couldn't There's have messed no it way up to anymore. mess it up. There's and no way to mess it up. And it's not because of Daniel Jones. I just right. like to keep pointing that Correct. out. Correct. I also it's not agree. Daniel Jones. I don't have a beef against Daniel Jones. You just can't take him sixth overall. No. With he, those players available. To I don't. You. I don't think he's. He's not bad, but he's not a first or, to me, a second-round pick either. I think you could have got him in the third round. He could end eh. up being Tom Brady. He would have went second It doesn't round. matter because right. you still could have got him. Exactly. Exactly. Or worse comes the worst, you get Haskins. Or worse comes the worst, you get Josh Allen in a trade. Or worse comes the worst, you get anybody else. Drew Locke and, 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 and the homeboy that went to Carolina, great pick out of him because we're not going to go through all these picks, but – um, who, who's the kid from West Virginia? That was the quarterback. Greer. Will, Will Greer, Greer went to went to the the Panthers. That's a good. I don't I don't care. You would have ended up with something, and you would have still got a superstar. And then at seventeen, oh, he's not available. Let me jump on your Who guys. Went seventeen here. Dexter Lawrence, the Clemson D, D tackle. tackle, phenomenal player. So worst comes to worst, you got Josh Allen and Dexter Lawrence. But here's oh the thing. Oh my god, Perfect. that's great. And I still can get Drew Locke. Will Greer, blah, 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 and Josh Rosen. And, and, and jump nope. on your guys' side of this story. They already came out and said Eli is their quarterback for the next few, next couple of years. They would have so, changed. So if they would have got a guy who could change that, change their mind of that. But, but he, they wouldn't have drafted a guy that could change their mind. That's so why you this wasted, was a safe pick for them. So you wasted your sixth round pick on this quarterback that's not even going to play for the next two what years. What they did is they drafted a person who who has a relationship with Eli Manning. Yes. And, his stepbrother. and isn't a threat in any way to Eli Manning. <laughs> you see those memes? Yes. It, it's a way to bring on a quarterback without having quarterback controversy, Yep. yep. which is fine, but you can't draft him six overall. I totally right? agree. I think it's a gr- that, that's exactly what happened. Um, Could we just jump to this beef with Devin Bush? Yeah, I think we should. So I'll, let me roll through these. So the Jaguars, poof, mind blown. And then now they, they got Josh replaced. Allen, who they can replace him with a young guy they could plug him in he's going to be dominant so the jaguars get him and then little tricky the jags lost jackson right this offseason and they traded flowers Flowers. they lost malik jackson malik jackson they lost and in the end of last year they traded uh flowers flowers so this is a great pickup to replace on that d-line right and also what's his name is getting kind of old uh not old because he's in his early 30s but like for the um 
The Campbell? Big, Campbell, correct. He's getting there. So Campbell could teach this kid up, man. He's going to be great on that defense. Then then the um, Detroit Lions go with the tight end, TJ uh, Hokinson, so whatever it is. <laughs> They 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 think they're thinking they're getting they're gonna get a Gronkowski. Yep. Right in Detroit. They need everything, Detroit. <laughs> so it's like, all right, whatever. Whatever. But not him. D- just get a guy who maybe you could start your defensive line at least. Start building that. <laughs> Do something. Because they're losing what's his you're name. Building too. a team, you are not start at starting a tight end. But he's supposed right? to be the next Kelsey. That's fine. Yeah. But and you're not going to start with How it. do you pass on that guy? So I could see what they're because saying. Because you got mesmerized, but you got to start at the line. Either draft an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman to start building your team with. Or a quarterback. Not a tight end. Okay, whatever. So then Ed Oliver goes to Buffalo, right? Ed Oliver, great pick for Buffalo. A kid out of Houston. He's good, man. So Buffalo gets a, a good lineman to replace because the other guy retired who's been there forever. I forget his name, but whatever. Uh, so then at 10, the Broncos have the 10th pick. And Pittsburgh comes up from – what pick did Pittsburgh have? Do you know? I'm trying to look here for a the second. The 20th, I think. The 20th pick, yes. They, they came up 10 picks. They jumped because what I think what they said was, whoa. Why is he still there? The knuckleball from the Raiders. <laughs> The the, the screwball from the Giants. <laughs> That's way better than curveball, right? <laughs> screwball from the Giants. What is Detroit doing? I, I got Devin Bush available, who to me is the guy that could change my team back to the way I need it to be. After losing Shazier, I could put this guy in that spot. He's just as good, if not better, than Shazier. The potential is out of this world, and he played really good at Michigan. Great school, great conference, everything. I got to move up and get him. I love the move. I love the move. So I'm a fan. Rich, what is your opinion before we get to the hate, hate, (laughs) hate, 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 hate? I hate it. You hate this move? Oh, okay, right. I know why. Go ahead. I hate this move because I'm a Ravens fan. This is what the Steelers need. For the Steelers team, great pick. This is an unbelievable pick for them to get up here and be able to pick him. This is what that defense needs. They need a player like him. So as a Ravens fan, it makes me angry because now not only the offense, the offense is always going to be good with Big Ben. Yes. So now now you got to pay. Now the defense is getting stronger. Mm. The defense picked up that CB from Michigan State uh, University, uh, something lane, you know, so they're going to be good. One nine eight one nine zero eight. Mike, come on, dog. (laughs) Trying to log on to right, a computer on. in my one nine zero eight during my airtime, dog. <laughs> yes, I but agree. You get, Stinks. You have to play the guy as a Raven fan. But awesome pick for the Steelers. But team. awesome pick for the Steelers, and he's just the guy. He just fits what they do. He's so good. Go ahead, Frank. What you got? Why don't you like? I him? don't think that he's not a good player. I think okay. he's a phenomenal player, a freak athlete, and right. a, and a great linebacker. But you're you're coming off of a season where you had two players that were hard to deal with, hard to coach, and had these outlier personalities that you had to get rid of. And to me, this guy is a problem. Think so? Have you seen the video of him stomping the Michigan State logo before the game and starting starting a, a Basically, an all-out brawl with the other team before the game started. Well, here's the deal. That's not somebody that has good morals. They don't do that. Can you agree with me? 
I don't. I, don't, I got no problem dude, with that. A Michigan man. and Michigan State Listen, rivalry here's my problem game. With that. He that cleaned up the logo to the my, point where they had to spray paint over right. it before they started the game. <laughs> the thing is that he's got to control himself a little bit. Better. Exactly. That that's it. Okay, but here I got no problem with him stomping on it in the beginning. But yes, he went a little excessive. I agree. Then they come down the field. They all if march together. If you want to stomp, you stomp, but right. you don't just right. You don't. Okay, so you so do you, it to the point where the logo is ruined. Right. Name another situation though. Yeah, why you don't? Like I was just the that's the only that. one that I need. Right, so that's not a good one though, in my opinion. Because people with good morals don't do that. Okay, but they listen. Here's the thing. So you're saying stay away from guys who are potentially. I'm not saying give you stay away from it, but if you're coming off of what they were coming off of with mm. two players that they got rid of because supposedly they weren't good in the locker room and they mm. were hard to coach and they had personalities that were hard to deal with, mm. then why do you go and draft the one person that, that has that type of background? It's only one situation, though. It's not as though they're getting like – and listen, I had no – I think this was – Baker Mayfield had a lot of heat coming off of him. He had a lot more situations happen to him than this kid Devin White did. It, where you got to think about, okay, if, a, if the Steelers are, have that opportunity to draft a guy with that history, you're kind of like, ah, wait a second. That would have been me at least. Or them, I think, their thought too. Michigan, uh, he, he, that's the only thing he did. And it's a, like a, it's an in-rivalry game. It's against the, the same team in the same city. That's a whole thing. Did he be all excessive? Agreed. But I don't think it should have swayed them. I think they moved up because this kid is a freak. And this kid plays the position that they need. I agree with that. One in the NFL. You need a linebacker like that in the NFL. And they need him because that's what that defense needs. I think it was the best pick of the draft. I text Pat right away. I said, yo, best pick of the draft. And I I can't. I didn't even see the rest of the draft yet. What a move for what you need and the player you're getting. I agree. I, so I would go with that. I think that probably was the best pick of the right. draft. Um, other than that, I mean, we could talk about other picks. If you guys have any that come to mind or the, how you felt your team went, Rich, I'm sure you're going to want to talk about the Ravens a little bit. Hollywood. How, how they did. But I think Haskins going to um, the Redskins was great. It's going to be great for the Redskins. It's gonna, I, think, I think he's going to be the start of week one. That's Over what Keenum. I say. Over Keenum. And Alex Smith, if Alex Smith was healthy, I wouldn't say that. But I don't think Alex Smith is going to be back, right? We're saying not for a little while. The way so. the way that Snyder is talking, Dan Snyder, yeah. that the yes, Daniel the Snyder, way yeah. he's talking about Hashkins, I agree with you, Mike. I think he's going to be the starter. Yeah, because the last time I was telling you before, the last time he was this hype about a quarterback was RG three, who he ended moved up, up getting. to get him. Yeah, moved up to get who him. Who stinks? But RG three is not Haskins. RG three was not, rookie not of the close. year. But here, two totally different guys. L- listen though, wow. you got to look at how this guy. How could you say RG3 stinks when he was Rookie of the Year? To and he was a Heisman Trophy winner. Heisman Trophy yeah. winner. He, he didn't know that hurt. was going to happen. He got hurt, and that's why he didn't play good. Right. And that's why he never came back to the playoffs. He, he was damn hurt. That's was why good. he stunk for the next 10 years. RG3 was good because of his injury. A lot of players don't come back. When you're a quarterback and you have a knee injury, it's hard for you mentally to get back in the game. Because all game long, you have guys down by your legs. And his leg got mangled Haskins by is, is you Vince Young that? to me. No That's way. who he's going to turn Vince out to Young, be. Vince Young is... Was not first of all wasn't the mind I don't think, and body that this guy's got, and he does what he needs to do with it. This kid is just smart. This kid can carry himself well. He's a leader. He's a player. He's everything. He's a really, really. I'm very convinced on this guy. Very convinced, and I think it's a great pick in 19 for them. So now you get your quarterback. Great. And and 15 wasn't it? Oh, 15? Was that 15? Okay, at 15. What are we at right here? 3-2? 
with corrections? Yes, three two. <laughs> that was a quick. That one shouldn't count, really. That was. Just it a still quick, was. I just randomly said that though. I wasn't over. Okay, so what do you want to? Is there any other draft picks you guys want to talk about? I mean, I think we should hit talk about our teams a little bit. It's okay, to see yeah. If we like how our, you know, how it went for. Okay, our team. I'll start. Okay. The Falcons did the most Falcon thing ever. Two O linemen, first two picks. Right? They're they're really good, but I mean that's what they do. They don't. They, besides Julio, you know, they don't really like draft like you know. They're you not gonna to. draft a flashy guy. They're gonna draft what makes the team better. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. And they 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 have to protect Matt Ryan. He's a good quarterback. He just needs protection to be able to throw the ball. And they're not sexy picks. They never were. When the Cowboys yeah. were doing it, yeah, yeah, that's it's the like, thing. Man, I don't want they're no They're not going to pick up any crazy free agents. Right. They're not going to draft anybody that's like that you you're going to be super happy about. Yeah. But, you know, it makes the team better. So whatever. you build that lineup, it's huge in a couple of years for your team. And then you're pumped that they drafted those guys. So the, the Falcons did. I mean, I think the Falcons had a good draft, though. They built I will a team. say the the one the one lineman that they drafted out of um, uh, Washington. I think it was like 360 passing attempts, mm-hmm. zero sacks, zero hurries, and only like uh, what's two his pressures. name again? Uh, Risner. When did he get picked? No. Mc McGrady. McGrady. McGray. McGray. Something like that. But he had like a, a phenomenal year last year. Okay, so you're happy with the Falcons draft? Yeah. Okay, Rich, how do you feel about the Ravens draft? Got yourself Marquise Hollywood Brown. I think it's a nice pick. Mm-hmm. We we definitely need a wide receiver. He's my size, you know that, right? Yes, but that's what makes me scared. Because once again, we just got this guy. I personally it's not the think diamond teeth that he's already wearing <laughs> before he made any money. He had makes, he had them in college. Scared? He had them. That's Antonio Brown's cousin. Co- yeah, I know. So you know, yeah. AB gave him that. But anyway, I, I just what? think this guy is going to be a deep threat guy. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to be running plays across the middle. He's not going to be doing anything fancy like that. He can't. He's only 166 pounds. Yeah. He goes across the middle and gets hit by Devin Bush. Here's the thing. He did it in college. Okay, NFL players but are bigger and faster and, and better than college players. I get that. But he did it, right? So he, did, he can play football. He's a football player. He can take hits. I agree with you in, this, in, in a very minor sense. Cause I don't like to put these guys – like statures against them. Now that they're in the NFL, everything changed. Kyler Murray is a short quarterback. What's he going to do in the NFL? Oklahoma has the same offensive line height and weight-wise as NFL guys have. The guy, kid moves. He makes throws. Wilson is the same exact build as him. They're the same build, height, weight, everything. So I don't like to use these guys like build and stature against them. So, But my thing against this but 166 kid is, pounds is tiny. But he did it. And Deshaun Jackson did it. He made a career out of it. So, and, and, and what's his name? Does it? There's other guys who have done it before. So I think he could do it. The, my issue is his foot. He had a surgery on his foot, and this kid's whole game is speed. Whole game is and speed. And those injuries linger. Look at Julio. Right. So that's a concern to me. And the other concern to me is, sorry, Rich, is the Ravens don't have a quarterback. <laughs> and you look the at ball? all these guys, all well, this guy's the Penn stats. State quarterback. Yeah, okay, then they got to put him in. And he Definitely. could throw a home run, that kid. Yeah. So maybe that's the thought. I, but, I, I like that kid. But Brown is not going to be successful to me with Lamar Jackson as quarterback because all his routes are deep. I think he could run the, 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 the shorter routes, but then he puts himself in the danger, and that's where his stature comes in a little bit of a question. But I, to, make, to, to use him the way you need to, to draft him there at 25, you got to say to yourself, pfft, we got to think about getting the dang quarterback. 
who could actually throw well, this dude the ball. Don't, don't you agree that also there was better wide receivers available? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think A.J. Brown was better. I think yep. A.J. Brown was the best receiver in the NFL, the kid out of Ole Miss. And then I think um, D.K. was the second best. Really? But, but I think that kid, De- uh, Debo Samuel out of South Carolina, he's really well, good too. But that's why he went early. Who? He was drafted be- before Marquise Brown, wasn't he? Who was? Or, no, no, I'm sorry. He was drafted the first pick of the second round. Debo Samuel, yes, to That's Arizona. Right. Yeah, he was the first pick of the second round. But Metcalf went late second round. A.J. Brown went left uh, late second round. Um, to be honest, I think the Ravens are trying to base their offense off of speed. Mm-hmm. You got Lamar Jackson quick. You got Marquise Brown that's quick. Justice Hill they drafted in the fourth round, the fastest running back in this combine this past year. So maybe, maybe they're trying to – I don't know what the Ravens are doing on offense. Mm-hmm. I, to be honest, I think we should have we should have maybe drafted a defensive player maybe in the first round. Over Tra- under five games. What? Four now games, five? bro. Four games, bro. Four games. And I wanted them to – I wanted them <laughs> – they didn't have a second-round pick. They had two-thirds. I wanted them to trade back into the second round and get another wide receiver, A.J. Brown or D.K. McCaff. Mm-hmm. But they ended up not doing that, and they ended up going with another receiver with their first third-round pick, Miles Boykin from Notre Dame. So I kind of wish that they would have traded maybe both of those thirds mm-hmm. and got one of those other wide receivers. Because then if you had – what's to say they ended up getting DK? Mm-hmm. So now you have Marquise Brown and DK? That would have been really two good picks right off the bat. Last year, though, they had um, Michael Crabtree, Willie Sneed, and who and John Brown. John Brown. He couldn't, they couldn't get anything done with Lamar Jackson. That's, because, that's because they were running. They were, uh, they Lamar were running Jackson was running the ball 22 throw. times a game. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm I don't with have no you. problem. What it, so I said this why, from the beginning. He can't throw. I don't, why I don't do have he, faith in him. Right. I it, I think McSorley's got to. Yes, I believe so. McSorley's got to find his way in. Somehow. Let me, let me get that rock. Yeah, let me, just, let me just see what I can do, coach. Yo, he's going to go hard in OTAs and practices. Lamar Jackson, that, that's going to be a good little competition. And I am hoping that this kid comes out of it for your sake. (laughs) Because if not, you win four games, bro. No way. Yo, I say that, what's his name, if given the opportunity. McSorley? McSorley. He wins more games than Jackson does. Because Jackson at quarterback. Okay, so that's my other thing, too. If Jackson's the quarterback for the year, he wins four games. If McSorley comes in, then my whole thing changes. Because I think he can win more games. Not many more. As a rookie? Not many more, but. Because he could Lamar actually Jackson's on his second year. throw the like ball. Listen, he could throw the ball. You guys keep on forgetting that Lamar Jackson came in last year and ran off it seven was, straight wins. It was wins. before they Rich, had film on him. You are the you number one him. guy on that, you and Frankie. The film. I got film now and things are going to change. And I agree. That is a very big aspect of it. They have the, they have what you always say. And now that ain't going to exactly how to stop popping. it. That Listen. Is, and all, you guys and don't have to debate. Maurice Jones-Drew you loves guys my schedule. <laughs> he you don't guys, know nothing. You guys don't have to convince me that Lamar right. Jackson is not a good quarterback. Okay, I agree. Good, good. I don't think we could win big with him. Okay. But I don't think I, I think we could win more than four games next year. Mm, very interesting. Yo, two tight ends taken in the first round. Noah Fant went 20th to the Broncos. They're both from the same team. Both correct? from the Iowa Hawkeyes. And the other kid, TJ, went to Detroit. Great move. I think the Raiders getting Josh Jacobs was a great move um, at running back because that's a that is absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I think the Redskins got another really good pick. That kid they got at um, twenty six from Mississippi State, Montez Sweat. 
or sweet. Yeah. Whatever. Yo, he was supposed to go high, but he had some issues. Had an injury. Or, or right? injury. Injury. Maybe that's what it was. was. An injury. It Something. was injuries, but it was also a personality thing. Right. So he dropped. So they got, they, they were able to Great get him. Great player. Great player. Um, he Colin, ran the fastest 40 for yes. a defensive lineman ever. Yes. Yep. <sighs> oh, my gosh. That's scary. Most draft picks in the 2019 NFL draft. This is by colleges. Alabama had 10 guys drafted. Ohio State, 9. Oklahoma, 8. Georgia, 7. And then tied with 6 was Auburn, Penn State, Ole Miss, Clemson, and Notre Dame. So, I mean, that's that's crazy that that many picks came from that those top schools. That's not going to say that any other ones, other guys are going to turn out any other way, but um, I thought it was a great draft. As for the Cowboys, I like the pick at 26. We didn't have a first-round pick. We used that on Amari Cooper. I got no problem with that. This kid, Tristan Hill, is a D lineman. We need that with Crawford um, starting to transition kind of out and get a little older. Woods and this kid, Hill, are going to Is go. Lawrence suspended or whatever no. that guy is? That Gregory? Yeah, no. but he— Gre- is Not Gre- Gregory. Oh. Who, who, who's your big, your big D tackle? The big guy, isn't it Lawrence? Didn't he get in trouble? Woods? Is it Woods? Woods is a D tackle and Crawford's a D tackle. Lawrence is now going to be on the outside, who just got the, the big deal. Lawrence oh, just he got, got that the big deal. deal. That's what it was. And That's then was. we okay. just got um, Quinn from yeah. Miami. Gregory is suspended. Right, Gregory is suspended. But he's a yeah. D end. He ain't going to ba- barely get in now that we got um, your man. Almost, remember that was Rich's mistake a couple weeks ago? Told me the Cowboys got, <laughs> I don't even know who. Cameron Wake. Cameron Wake, but really they got Robert Quinn. For Miami. Anyway, so <laughs> that's good. And the Cowboys got another offensive lineman. We got a wide receiver from Memphis. Not bad. Six foot guy, 210. Whatever. These other picks. Are Michael Jackson Sr. we got, though. All nice. right. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe moonwalk across the field. He's a DB from the University of Miami, the U. And Joe Jackson, a D lineman from the U. We t- got two of those guys, which is great. I'll take that. We got a safety from Texas A&M. Another running back, Mike Webb out of Ohio State, which I think he's really good. So now you got him and Zeke. I think they're going to not kill Zeke too much and still have this kid there as the really the backup. And then, uh, oh, Irving, David Irving. Yeah, he got suspended. Yeah, that's the yeah. player I was talking about. For the Cowboys. And then we got another DM. Bunch of criminals over out of, there. Out of Oregon. So I'm happy with my, what my team got, man. I'm, I, Frankie's happy with his team. Rich is not too happy. Right? No, I I like I like what we ended okay, up doing. Okay. I mean we addressed it again in a couple wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I don't have faith in young wide receivers. Right. I still think we should have kept Crabtree or made a push to get someone. Mm. I like it. I I just don't know what they're doing with the offense in Baltimore. Uh, it's gonna yeah, be interesting. Yeah. Uh, definitely. AJ Brown, by the way, the receiver at Ole Miss, he went to the Tennessee Titans, which yep. they, they needed a receiver. Good for Marcus Mariota. Um all right, so we talked about the NFL, Jeff. We can go on that forever, I'm sure. You don't want they to got talk Corey? about the cornerback that went to the Browns? Oh, Greedy great Williams. move. Greedy Williams. Yes. Wow, great, great pick move by them. them. I was hoping that he was going to go to the Cowboys, and the Browns picked like three picks before the Cowboys. I was like, oh, man, <laughs> that's the guy I would have loved to have. That is a great, another great move out of them, getting him. That's like watched, right there. The, did the you Pittsburgh see the highlights move. of the game that he played Metcalf? He yeah. shut him down yeah, the whole game. I mean, that was a lot of pushing going on in that game too, a lot of like a, a, aggressiveness on that end. But I agree. It was a great game. Two really good players, man, really good players. Um, but, you know, that kid's potential, whether it was Metcalf or not, I was already sold on that dude, man. And now you match him up with Ward, that, the Browns, bro, the Browns. I'm a Browns fan. Come on, Pat. Y'all, you gotta start. You gotta start. Hand over the division. What's really going on here? All right, so we. I'm sure we're gonna talk about later on a couple um, podcasts early about the fantasy value of a couple of these guys. 
You know what I'm saying? Particularly Kyler Murray. You know, do you pick him or you not? We don't want a guy Jacobs right also somebody maybe you get Josh in the Jacobs. fourth rounds that, that could uh, end up being yes. somebody for yes, you. Yes, totally agree. I'm sure we're going to beat that to death in the next coming episodes. So the NBA playoffs now is in the Eastern Conference those, semifinals. Those five-game series the, is over? Right. And the Western Conference semifinals. Um, today, earlier, before we talk about yesterday, today, earlier, Boston played Milwaukee. I knew Boston was going to win. I got Boston winning the series. What do you, who do you have winning the series, Rich? Boston. Frank? I don't know. Okay. I still haven't seen enough yet. All right. So the reason why I say that, at least from my point of view, by, we, by the way, Kyrie Irving, 26 points, 11 assists. Great game for him. Al Horford added 20. And I think that's going to be a problem if Milwaukee can't figure out how to stop Al Horford. Al Horford Milwaukee dropping. doesn't have enough players right. to, to, to so compete with. That's Boston. what I was going to say. That, but like guys like Horford scoring twenty is going to. You get that. It's hard to beat that team. Irving's going to get his. They got what? They got Tatum. They got Brown. They got Hayward. They got. There's so many guys over Rozier. They got so many guys. So much firepower. One after another, there is no bench. There is no starting five. They have great players rotating in and out. You need that in the playoffs. You need that. That team's built for the playoffs. Oh, yes. my gosh. So Milwaukee, to me, it's just not their time. I'm not saying that they're not going to, at one point in the next couple of years, be able to build off of this. But right now, it's not their time. Yeah, and it's and not they like, don't have enough. And it's not like they're not a good team. They Agreed. are. They but are in a the good playoffs, team. in a right. seven-game series, you need a bench. You need mm-hmm. other players not to rotate Boston. in. Either. I mean, also, if if their season does end after this series, I mean, everyone's happy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You accomplished yeah. yeah. you you accomplished more than enough this year with what you had. No one expected them to win the East going into the playoffs and and get past the first round mm-hmm. with what they had. If you're talking about this at the beginning of the NBA season, so mission accomplished for them, even if they do end up falling short right now. Yes, and totally going agree. forward, it's only going to be positive things as long as they keep building. Yep. Let's stay in the Eastern Conference. Yesterday, the Sixers played the Raptors. I, this, my opinion was from the jump too. Sixers got a gift in Brooklyn in the first round. Gift to play them. Now you're playing a real squad. Everybody Toronto's, got a gift. No, except the Sixers. They got the ultimate gift. Who else got a gift? Everybody. What do you mean? Everybody ran through their teams. In, in in the first no, round. Yeah, but, but everybody. Oh, everybody ran through their teams. T- Toronto. Who did Toronto play? Detroit? Toronto played the Magic. In the first round? In the Magic. Okay, okay that's a gift. That's a gift, too. Okay, okay. I'll take it. Yeah. But no, you're right, Frank. Everyone did. I mean, okay. the Sixers 4-1 against The Pacers Brooklyn. is not a gift. Celtics that's a first. hard game. That's a hard series. Who do nah. the Pacers have? Yeah, it doesn't the matter. They have... play good. The Bucks swept the, the Pistons. And the Pistons stink. Okay, no problem. Gifts. Oh, gifts all around. Okay, it's fine. So now the Sixers, they, they didn't get a gift. I take it back. They go to the second round, and now it is the same thing that I told all of y'all is going to happen. And all of y'all Sixer fans out there, holla at me because you're going to get run over. They're going to get run over by, by the Raptors. So. Run I over, I think this bro. series is going to seven games. No way. Yes. Sweep. It's going to be a sweep. No way. <laughs> Boom, see ya. The Sixers go have back too home. many players. They have. What do the, you mean they got too many players for what? Do you see Jimmy Butler play? No, because you have no idea he even knows how to play basketball again. I see him shoot two air balls in that game. He can't figure out how to shoot the ball. Tobias Harris can't hit anything. Joel Embiid is now is complaining about everything that's out there. What Ben Simmons do game one? Where's your boy Ben Simmons? I just think this is going to be a series. Where's J.J. Redick? Nobody... What, what make, convince me it, that it's going to be a series. What is, what, how are they going to beat Toronto? I just think Toronto doesn't... Toronto's in the same situation as Milwaukee. You only have like three or four good guys. Agreed. 
and I, I think the Sixers are a little deeper than that. I think once this series goes a little deeper, right. the Sixers players, they're just going to give enough what they need to do to get a couple wins. I'm not, I don't know who's going to win the series, but I'm, thinking, right. I'm telling you, it's going seven games. The Sixers games. have a better lineup than Milwaukee, yes. though. Do you agree? Sixers? Minus the fact that Milwaukee no, no. has the best player. Yeah, Sixers definitely have a better yeah. lineup than Milwaukee. Okay. But I'm talking about Toronto not having a, a good lineup. No, they got a good team, man. They got a good team. But who? Besides Gasol. Oh, uh, that that L- mother effing dog. Lowry. I swear to God, I'm going to murder him. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I'm going to murder dog, him. The dog's barking in the background upstairs. Go ahead. Name, me, name the players who Toronto has. Right, can I get their lineup up here? You got Gasol? No, no, that's the whole point. You don't know. Kawhi Leonard, right? Kawhi Arkansas, Leonard. Okay. So there's three. Fred Van Fleet is the is the point guard. <laughs> Who's that, Fred? You have no idea who he is because you don't watch basketball. But he plays for the Toronto Raptors. He's the starting point guard. He's okay. the second guy. Kyle Lowry is another one. Kyle Lowry, Fred that's Van Fleet, Kawhi Leonard. Who is Fred Van Freak? <laughs> Did I even say his name right? No. <laughs> that's three, bro. It's Fred Van Fleet. He's good. So, all right, good so enough. Asking me to name the players though. What am I supposed to no, do? No. Not name them. All stars. No, no. I'm not saying they have all stars. I said they have a team. But I don't think that. I, I, I don't think those players are going to be able to. Uh, well, who's be, my man? Last again. You don't think those players what? Go ahead. In a seven game again. series against the Sixers, are going to be able to to give enough every single. But you're the saying Sixers that they're don't really have a bench. They just have no. more all stars than Toronto. Can you not do that? Because that's really not a good. <laughs> That happened on a professional podcast, dog. Close the tab. Uh, hit the hit the hit the ding. It's oh done. Oh my god! Why act like you've been yo, here before. Me. He this? hit play. Oh no! It's here, Rich. Come on, dog. It's on here. I yo, don't care where it is. Shut it off. Take the computer away from this dude. Let me see this. I, thing. I'm getting fired up for a second. I'm trying to see who this is. All I'm trying what, to say what's is what's the Sixers' answer for Kawhi Leonard? Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, Butler. <laughs> <laughs> there ben is Simmons none. or Butler. He didn't stop him. They didn't stop him. He killed him. Uh, uh, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, Leonard and this dude, Sakim, who went off, go went off for 70 points, com- 74 points combined. I'm just saying in a seven-game series, the What's Sixers the are going are, are, are to make it a series. They got it's, Serge Ibaka, by the way, games. also, Toronto. Serge Ibaka, another guy they got. It's there. going seven games. It's not being a, sw- a sweep. I, it's not going seven games. Maybe it's not a sweep. As I know a sweep is a far reach out there. But I think Toronto runs over. Runs over the Sixers. Because, once again, Sixers, unless Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris figure out how to play basketball again, Jimmy Butler can't figure out how to play with anyone but himself is what I learned about that guy. I was always a fan of that guy, and I, I still kind of am. But, like, he can't, he can't play on a team. He don't know how to felicitate. He don't know how to pass either, the ball. Either can Russell Westbrook. You love that guy. Yes, he could, though. Russell Westbrook gets – we could talk about that when we're done talking about the players, but he got to way too much heat for all this stuff, too, before I almost pressed that. But he got all this heat, and then his, his answer was, I'm going to be a better shooter. No, that's not the beef. Well, that's everyone's beef, the, though, is that you don't not shoot the beef. good. That's not the beef. What do you mean? The beef is everything has to go through him. It should. It, it shouldn't because it doesn't work. He's, they can't win a playoff game. They are the best team that they could be going through him. He has to just shoot better. And the other guys have to do their thing too. The other guys need to do their thing. It's not a one-man squad. He needs to You're give up control win. of that team if they want to they go to the playoffs. To who? To Paul George and the rest of them. Paul George he, he plays the two-guard position. He has to roll I'm the way the point guard to, he does has it. To po- he has to take the ball down the field. But, but he has to play with Everything offense, can't Paul go through George. him if they want to win playoffs. It, has to, it doesn't work. L- listen, go through him meaning he has to 
learn how to run the team, passing the ball and shooting the ball and knowing when and where to do it, setting guys up and leading the team. That's what he has to do. Everyone else has to play their role then, or they need to trade him or change his position. Then it won't go through him. Get a, get another point guard and move him to the two guard then and move George to the three. It has to go through him. What does it mean it doesn't have to go through him anymore? I don't understand. In order for them to win, it has to be Westbrook. He has to go through him. Anyway, we can talk about that in a little bit. Let's just let's stay yeah. here with the, with the, the Raptors, Raptors Sixers. and Sixers yeah. game. Yeah. Besides this Sakim, what's his name? Sakim? Sakim, I can't see it from here. And yes. Leonard. Right. Besides those two players, Gasol, eight points. Lowry, nine. Danny Green, seven. Okay. You, you're not. And they to, beat them with two guys scoring but that's and not, not the rest of the that's team. That's not going to happen every single game. But they beat them. So that's not going to happen every single game. But if you look game. at the other series, it, the other guys contributed. The other guys contributed. It's one game. But and they beat and they beat them with when they were the rest of the team wasn't great. So that's an argument in your my whole, favor. Your whole bench had 10 yeah. points for the Raptors. So what? That's not that's not going to win you games. But it did. It won one game. Okay. And it was a close game. <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter. They won. And what what did what did the, saying, what did the Sixers but have? But you're sitting here saying the Sixers have. It's over. Toronto it's sweeping over. the Sixers. Yeah. Because two guys had episode lights 54 out games. is the beef episode. Answer, I, I can see. Then then debunk my argument. What is your argument against well, it? Well, we this, only have one game to go on which they lost that no, game. No, I'm so asking you you're what's putting us make, in a bad situation. No, I'm not. I'm asking you what you know why? You know why? For the Sixers to win the series. It's going to take Jimmy Butler playing better. You, I mean, you, you, you said it thing. all. You're just right, saying it right. like it can't happen. But listen, but it can because it hasn't. The Sixers the played a good or game. This one. The Sixers played a good game. Every single one of their starters had double digits in points, and they still lost because they played. It's, it's cause, always going to go back to that because, because this yeah. is why you can't argue yeah, with this point right now. You're going to keep on saying because they lost because they lost. But Leonard and his other guy had a freak of a game. That's never going to. If they didn't have that kind of game, those two games, so it's going to happen every series. If those two players didn't have that type of game, they lose. You know why? Because the other three starters had eight point seven and six. You're not going to win a game if those two players don't have that game. So you can't say, oh, like you're saying, like this game was completely one-sided and Sixers stunk. No, no, stunk, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And that Toronto's sweeping these guys. Tell, I'm Here's telling what you, the I Sixers said. aren't going to get one beat thing, that easy. One thing, right, that you said there is, I said it was going to be a sweep, and I agree, going to be a stretch. But I know, I, I think it could happen based on watching the basketball game and watching what you the watch Sixers two players from Toronto I watched play the series good. Whole, I watched the Sixers whole first series and what they did. From what they can do to the compare to Toronto's team and what Toronto could do, I don't think that they have who a shot. played who played the better team in in the first round. The Sixers played Brooklyn, which was a better team than the Magic that Toronto played. It doesn't so matter. We just gave everybody gifts. We gave so everybody how could you gifs. judge that. We gave but everybody Brooklyn's gifs. better. D'Angelo Russell was playing out of his mind at the end of the how season. How many games? Brooklyn how many games was did Brooklyn, playing good. Did, did they they were the that series. They did, were the fifth seed. Did the Sixers sweep the series and bring us Brooklyn? Four one. 4-1. Okay, they gave so up a game. Did Toronto how many, how many beat the Magic 4-1. Okay, that's fine. All right. So, so who's the Magic? Right, I'm saying to you, we gave the gifts, right? We went through that before. I'm we gave everyone gifts. The Sixers beat a better team. Brooklyn's a better team than the Magic. By your opinion. By everyone's. Frank, who, who's better? I think Brooklyn is really good. I agree. Okay, so it's you two against the rest of the world, though. But it's not who the rest also, of the world. It doesn't and a lot matter. of people thought Brooklyn was really good, well, and they won 4-1 against teams, Brooklyn. Both teams made the playoffs, right? Both teams made the playoffs. But it's the East. And 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 the Magic were seven seventh in in the East. Where the Sixers finish in fourth, and they played the fifth the fifth the, the fifth seed team. Okay, it's fine. We get listen. When I'm telling you, when this happens, then what are you going to say to me? When this happens, it's what not are you happening. Say? But what are you going to say? It's not happening. I'll put I'll put money on it. Put money on what? That this that the, that this. What, what do you want to put? That money goes on? to a game seven. What do you want to do? 
it I'm goes not putting game. on that it's going to be a sweep. I'll put it on at the, that. Sorry, at Toronto wins. You want to put it on that? I'll put it on that Sixers win. Okay. You. I, oh my God. You want to do? You want to put it on? Yeah. All right. We'll shake on it. We should shake on it right there. We don't know what it is, but, but we'll figure four, it out. We'll figure it out as it comes. Sixers are winning this. I just oh think they have God. too many good players. Every one of their players scored double digits. 17, they don't 14, have a 16, team. 10. In the, in the playoffs, they haven't played enough as a team. What weapons, though? The guys who aren't showing up, those but, guys? But con- consistently playing like you gotta that shoot get playoffs, you to get right or wrong. You got to shoot. But in they the are scoring but they points. Are. You're saying that like they're, they, they're, not. Look they're, they're scoring five points. Well, not, I, of course they're not scoring five points. You're saying points. that like they're having ter- like awful games. They're not having awful games. But they're just not, the f- not doing enough to win. In the f- if, did you watch any of the game last night? No. Did you? I don't watch basketball. But okay, but, fine. But, but, All right, well, watch the game and then talk but, to me. Because they had no answer for Kawhi Leonard. Zero answer for them. They were rebounding over them. Games, they were getting though. second shots. They were passing the ball. They were running the ball down but, their throat. And they couldn't but, hit. And They let them in the game. Toronto let it be that close because the rest of the guys didn't show up. You no, watched the didn't. game. Toronto did not let them back in the game. Toronto let them back in the game because no other player could score besides those two players. Right. Okay, right. But that was that game, and they still won with that against them. That won't happen for the rest of the series. The Sixers will continue to play the way they did, and, that's and Toronto wins. will play better than no, what they did because they have room to grow because only two guys scored. So it's going to it's not, it's gonna change. Who's this other guy? The rest of the team no, no, no. is going to score. Who, I'm no. just, I don't know who the rest, of the, team, the rest of the team is even. I don't even know their names, but when I watch basketball, it's a cam, like I've been for years, how I'm many, telling how you big that what I see on the TV from Toronto is a team that's going to win against a team who can't match up against them. It's not going to happen. Just like the Rockets are not going to beat the Warriors in this series. 1-0 Warriors in this game. And I don't think after watching that game can I that tell they you can beat the Warriors. Something that really bothers me. Go ahead. Harden went into the, pre- the after-game oh, press conference such a and baby. complained about the officiating. Now, we did watch part of that game. I watched the whole game. He got almost every call. I mean, what else could he possibly want? He's but complaining about the, the, the couple three-pointers where he came down and he got no call. That's he, what he's complaining you about. You can't get a call every time just because you're looking for just because you're looking for a call doesn't mean that you should get it. Agreed. But, I agree but, with you. But Mike said it during the game too. When he goes up for a shot like that, he's going up looking for the foul. Not even But that doesn't mean that you're shot. gonna get it. He's, right. You can't get mad right. when you don't yes. get it. Because right. if you don't get fouled, you don't get fouled. Agreed. That's it. Agree, but, but he's in his yeah. mind. That's what he's doing. He's not even go. He already has this argument in his mind because he's already playing himself. He's going up looking for the foul, like you're saying. So now that doesn't mean ar- there's going to be a foul. I agree with you, but he already knows that. He knows it may not be a foul, not so then he could just complain about it like he always does. He goes up crooked. He does. Paul does. Curry does. They all go up looking for the foul. At least this game, Curry did. I think he does that times too. But Harden is famous for it. Harden goes up with. He wants to be fouled or make it. He doesn't want to ever miss or there be a good defense. If, it, if, if he missed it, it was a foul. Right. If I miss it, it's not my fault. It's a foul. If I make it, great. But I also <laughs> could make it, and you could foul me. So it's, there's a, no winning for the, for, the, for the refs with Harden. He go, and a couple of these guys, like you can, if they go up solid, straight up to come down and not look for the foul, this, this game would be one of the this best is, series this ever. The, this is the NBA's fault, though, because you see yeah. this happening. You have to come out and make a statement. You have to get together with the officials and say, okay, we need to, we need to change something here. We need to make it more clear-cut on what's a foul and what's not a foul because people are t- starting to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
Yo, all I'm listen. All I'm honestly doing, I want to explain something to you, is I open up a new window so I can look at a stack. I don't for want us you to explain nothing. And then, to me. Ho- and then someone can is you blabbing. mute the the volume on yeah, the computer? Yeah, that's what we got to do. Okay, boom, right there. Thanks, okay. Rich. Zero. Okay, perfect. But I'm just saying, I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm opening up another <laughs> window so I can then tell us what's going on here. Go but, ahead. I'm sorry. I think the def- I think the league has to look into that though. Yeah. Like, like Mike was, and Frank were saying, you have they have to. During the game, the Livingston went straight up. Chris Paul kicks his feet out, makes contact with Livingston. They call the foul on Livingston. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do that. Like well, what's, no. what's the defender supposed it's getting to do? To the point Stand where back four feet and just jump straight up and hope the guy that you jump as high as the ball's going. And whoever's block it? more of a superstar is going to get the call. It's getting to that right. kind of point. The thing about it is that that's why I mean I, Durant. It just I feel like he's in an. And this is making me scared right now, what's happening with Durant as a Knicks fan. Because he is completely blacking out right now. And he's become, he's completely he's taken over. over. Yeah. And it's scaring the crap out of me because he could then – this could roll right into the finals. He could be the MVP and he could stay again. I don't. I, it just makes me nervous as a fan because he's heating up and they, and I, they look like they're going to win it again, at least to me. Like look, Harden had 35. Paul had 17. Eric Gordon had twenty seven. Look at what the look at what the Warriors did. Green fourteen. Durant thirty five. Curry eighteen. Igudala fourteen. Thompson thirteen. They're missing Boogie Cousins. Not even there. Like you have all five of your guys getting a lot of points. And Curry having eighteen, he blessed you. Yeah. That's not going to happen yeah, again. He blessed you and thank you, like Quentin Williams, all in the same sentence because that's never going to happen. Curry again. is the guy that if he sees that Durant's hot or if he sees that Clay's hot, he'll step back and he'll just start dishing it to these dudes. Correct. He'll, he's fine with 18. Definitely. That's fine. If he sees you're hot, he's going to throw everything to you. Who wins that series? The Warriors. I agree. Rich? Warriors. In what? What's, I just think the Warriors have way too much power. Six games. And then go six games? Four, two. Yeah, I agree. Six. It's going to go six. Okay. All right. I think Houston could win one game. <laughs> it did look bad today. I think it goes 4-1. Because they just looked. Durant, Durant, Durant is on Dur- another level Durant's right continues to do what he's doing. Yeah, he's he, on another he level. He dropped 50 in the, in, to close the, the series out against the Clippers. Right. Comes out and has 35 tonight. Today. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Let's talk quickly about the Spurs in Denver. How about how that series turned out? Woo. Crazy, right? Denver's got a lot of energy. They got a lot of young guys. This they is won three in a row. Poor I DeMar DeRozan, believe. man. He yeah. can't get past the first round. And and the year that he's traded from Toronto, they get past the first right. round finally. Right. right. And but he's now on the Spurs. It's not like he ain't went anywhere else. He went on a team that's – he could go to a team that goes to the finals. You know I what feel I'm saying? Bad. And I feel bad for that yeah. guy. Yeah, it was tough. That was a really tough. So This Den- is the first time Denver made it past the first round in – since Melo, since, since Melo, 2009, 2008. Goodness gracious! About the same time the Cowboys. Did won Jamal Super Bowl. Murray step up <laughs> after that coach made that statement about his energy? Yeah, he played really well last game. Everyone played well. It was awesome. So now Denver will play. Who's the other team in the West? They're the, playing. The, yeah, the, the that's right. Trailblazers. Who cares? The Trailblazers. Oh, okay. Right. What a game! Yeah, whoa, what a series. That series is gonna be crazy. How about let's talk about that? That that series is gonna be. Cra- who do you think wins that? Trailblazers, Denver. Who comes out of that? Trailblazers. Right. I just think they're playing – Lillard's playing unbelievable. I think that's a 4-2, though, because I think Denver could win both games in Denver. That Denver might go 7. Like most terrible place Charles right Barkley thinks that the Trailblazers are going to win the whole thing. Really? I don't know. You can't match up against the Warriors. The thing about – Lillard's playing out of his mind right now. He, right. Lillard's doing what, what uh, James Harden did last year. Do you year. think mm-hmm. that he needs to kind of be disrespected to play like that? Like you think Lillard. it – 
You think if the Nuggets to are bring just, it out of him? Yeah, like like are just playing a normal game that he's not going to have that kind of energy. No, because he felt disrespected and he answered. Oh, big time! I just think he dialed into another level of his game and he. But why? Reali- well, I think that's why. I think it yeah. brought it out of him, but I think it's there now. Now he, it's like a, another superpower that he just realized that he got. Like, oh, I could do this, and he's going to do it. He's going to continue it on. They just, they just brought that it out of him. That was the coldest thing that I've ever seen. Let me tell you right now. Not only do you – I agree with you. I agree a thousand percent. And every person that I see that talks to talk to me about it, I'm like, yo – what it was he the did, coldest what thing he did that was I've the most seen. gangster thing I've ever seen in my life because he came down after Paul George missed the layup. He came down with the one and only intention. With enough time to drive to the hoop and That's go for I layup that. and get fouled. One and only intention to shoot a 75-foot <laughs> three-pointer because he could clearly go to the hoop. He's got plenty of time to go Covered to the hoop. Covered in your face. Right. Kick it. He can go to the hoop, kick it, get a foul. He can get a jump shot because he's been coming off the dribble all game. Nah. He's going to get everything he nope. wants. And he says to himself, and he, Paul I'm George, three knows dribbles this, from right here. And I'm drilling it on you. I'm drilling it. I'm not even not missing it. <laughs> because if he misses it, it's like, what the heck is he doing? He knew without a doubt in his mind, I think, that he was going to drill it. And then it. he just waved by. And he didn't even leave a second. <laughs> he he timed it so perfect that da, 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 made a little move and he still stepped back and was on one foot. Whap! Game over. Series over. Oh man! Pace. It was the best winning shot I've ever seen yeah. in my life. I don't know how you could even get better because if you like chuck it from full court, it's like you got lucky. Right. That wasn't luck. No. That was skill. He could hit that shot. Seven times in a row. If, well, if, yeah. if they needed him to come down again, he would have drilled it again. In that series, he was 8 for 12 with 30-plus foot three-point shots. He was 8 for 12 with well, those that, shots. And that's in what that they game? were saying because Paul George that said that. Game, no, no. In, a ton of threes, in that though, series, that game. In that series, mm. he was 8 for 12 with shooting a three at 30 feet or more. Oh, my gosh. At 30 feet. I didn't know that was feet. just that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Paul George that, said that it was a bad shot. That's what he said. That's because it was over him. And and he made it. He drilled it. He, he didn't it just make. You. That was it, a. Listen, it is a bad shot for any yeah. other person in the NBA at that moment, or at all, even in the regular season game, the first game of the year. For him, that's the shot he wanted, and he was. Did you hear take what they were saying you. about like his? Uh, he was on like this this summer league. I guess it was kind of like something like that, mm. where there was like one team that had like a lot of funding that was like with all the rich kids and they were always better than everybody and he could have played for that team but mm-hmm. he specifically played for the underdog team took them and won the championship Crazy. that's just the kind of dude he is yo he had a really good get ahead, rich he had a really good comment let's see if i can get it from kenny before we get off this podcast that was he was dope too get during his series he you know they're, they're practicing with their with their trainer and he was he was shooting these these long distance shots they, they were practicing it and his trainer said to him he said, you're going to hit one of these shots to win a game. And you he, said that, right? Yeah, and he ended up hitting this shot to win the series. It was unreal. Like He, he was practicing that. It wasn't, it wasn't a lucky shot. When you're practicing something no, like that. it wasn't a lucky shot. And it shot. was just everything leading up to that, yeah. all, all the beef and everything and how, how calm he was and all the after press conferences. Even when Paul George did that windmill dunk at the end, he was like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have done it, but it is what it is. They won the game. If they felt like they had to do that, cool. And he just let everything roll off his back. And when the time came to end everything, he just ended it. Oh, 
ice cold, bro. If the Night King tonight on Game of Thrones kills everybody and just plops on the throne, still wouldn't be as cold. No, no. But he was the Night King. Yeah. He gave him the Night If If the Night King shows up tonight on Game of Thrones that was the and dagger. it's Dame Lillard, <laughs> I'm going to be like, I knew it, yo. Yeah. I makes knew sense. It. <laughs> yeah, it makes total sense. Absolute total sense. I hope I get this quote from Kenny in a little bit. It was really good. Dang, he, Dang, he's we're awesome, at an hour man. and ten minutes. He's awesome, Dane. But we're we're rolling down here. All right, let me ask you the question until I get this uh, quote from from uh, my my boy Kenny Blacks about what Dane Little said. I want to know your opinion. Triple G leaves his longtime trainer Abel Sanchez after I mean every fight basically that he's ever fought. You know he gave his he gave his reason why, it, you know, and and he so you know pretty much said well, well I want to continue to build on my career and my skill on you know and just take that a different step and or 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 the next step. How do you think? Do you think this affects him, Frank? And why um, do you think this happened? No, I don't think it affects him. I I think that there's two kind of fighters. There's fighters who are fighters because of their trainers. Just like Lomachenko, mm -hmm. a lot of what he is is because of what his father does for him. Mm. Triple G isn't one of those guys. And I'm not saying Abel Sanchez isn't one of the best trainers in boxing because that would be a lie. But I think Triple G is who Triple G is because of Triple G and not mm -hmm. anybody else. Yeah. Because of his physical attributes and, and his mindset. He doesn't need anybody that's going to give him a pep talk to go into a, a boxing match and be ready. He's that guy. And I think that after the Canelo stuff, he just feels like he needs to, to go up one more level. And doing the same thing that he's been doing for the past years isn't how you're going to go up a level. You need to switch things up and you need to get different perspectives on things. And that's just where he is in his career. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Time will tell if it's a good move or not, I guess. But I understand where it's coming from. Yes. Yes, I totally agree, and that's I, I I didn't I I didn't think about it like that, but I do now in the sense of like he Abel Sanchez is not a bad ma coach manager whatever you want to call him at all, but I think a lot of based off of what he does is tri is off of Triple G. It's yeah. not off of any any one trainer per se. And Triple G is at the top of his game. I mean he he he's always winning his fights, right? So mm -hmm. why not step away from what you're used to? And learn something new, or, or try to better yourself in something else. Like what he said, that's basically his his reasoning of leaving, right? Yes. He wants to, you know, do explore something a little different, and and make his, you know, maybe get better at something else, part of his his fighting style. It's kind of what I mean, you know, besides the cheating that TJ was doing, but it's kind of what TJ did. You know, TJ was a great fighter with Alpha Male, and then he went to this other mm -hmm. this other group because he wanted to explore. And, and get better at, at a different part of fighting, and he kept on being good, you know? Yes. So kind of the same concept. Yes, totally agree. Yeah, how about this Dame Lillard thing I just seen on his Instagram? I don't know if he wrote it or he's seen it somewhere. It says, if you could run a gang, you can run a company. If you could write a rap, you could write a book. If you could film a street fight, you could shoot a movie. Don't just take over the block. Take over the world. Stop Ice selling yourself cold. short. I love Dame Lillard. <laughs> oh, he's great. I mean, I, and listen, I always did like the guy. I didn't know he was like this, you know, I didn't know he as much about him as I should have, and that's what I should say. It, he he's a great player, and like I agree, I think Frank they they, they brought this out of him, and the rest of the league is gonna pay for it. Now. Most yeah. underrated NBA yeah. player. I don't I don't maybe just not the most known. If he continues where I don't he's think at he's now, underrated. then yes, yeah, I don't think he's, he's underrated. Definitely not underrated by by people who know basketball. But and that's, basketball that fans. series was the best series. 
He's have a player. player. Yes. Yeah. And even the best for him. This year. Yes. He played a, the best series of his life, man. Best series of his life. And I just think he's going to take the next level. Th- that wasn't the exact quote I was looking for for Kenny, but I'll get it at some point. Um, talked about the NFL. Let's set up the baseball minute real quick. And while, uh, right. Baseball m- minute. Do we got it? All right. So uh, Vladim- Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Yes. Vlad Guerrero's kid had his first career hit in his first game. It was a double, and it actually ended up uh, bringing in the the game-winning run. Well, the next guy hit a home run. Right, yeah, which which, um, won the game for How about he gets on base and they um, pinch run? Vlad Guerrero Jr. and <laughs> for whatever reason, you know how big he is. He's huge. He's a huge kid. You know, like, right, he can't run around the bases. <laughs> yeah. We gotta get somebody else in there with speed because we're gonna need this run. And boom, my man, it's a home run. <laughs> don't worry about it. You don't need to run. But they already subbed him out. Uh, I don't know why this keeps happening. Okay, so Christian Yelich um, tied the most home runs in a season before uh, May first. The other two players with fourteen are. This year? Ken Griffey? Or ever? Uh, ever. So the first month of baseball, whoever had the most home runs. Was Stanton? Didn't it Stanton? Didn't nope. it like a recent player just do and it? It's not Griffey. Mike Trout? Nope. I'm going to go older guys. Mark McGuire? No. Nope. Barry Bonds? Alex this? Rodriguez and Albert Pujols. All right. Dang. We were close. <laughs> Way off. <laughs> Way off. And besides that, I'll just give the the standings. Tampa Bay still in first in the AL East with 18 wins. Mm-hmm. Um, the Twins are in first in the AL Central. The Astros are in first in the West. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this keeps happening, but I keep getting a bot here. A who here? A bot. What's a bot? <laughs> I'm bot it. Bot it. Bot it. Come uh, on now. The baseball really, minute. Really throwing me off. Who is? This thing here. Okay, oh. so the NL. Uh, Phillies are in first in the East. St. Louis is in first in Central. And the Dodgers are in first in the West. Dang. Baseball minute, y'all. Brought to you by your, your man, boys. Your boy. And the Dodgers now have the best record in baseball. 19 wins, 11 losses. Let's go. I'm a Dodger fan, I think. I've decided that I, I'm just going to wear I'm I'm going to start buying baseball hats again. You got it. Yeah, different teams. And I've been cutting mine, and it changed my life. Yeah, you can make because more room for your head. Yeah, my head. When I was younger, I had almost growing. every single hat. Me too. Me, John, and Rudy bought them, bought them all. Who didn't care who it was. Hats and shoes. Yes. Always get me. Oh, all day. Hats and shoes. Yeah. Hats and shoes will get me for the rest of my <laughs> life, I think. I agree. The hats and shoes are I got a couple, undefeated when they come to me. I got a couple fun facts here, if you, if you still want to wait. And there's one more thing no, I thought you wanted to. I thought you wanted to debate oh, on a, here. I had another quick fact about Damian Lillard. I know I'm giving Damian all the love. After he hits the shot, 6,000 pairs of Dame Lillard fives were sold. That's <laughs> awesome. Hits the shot, and they went, whoom, everybody wanted the kick. So they, they brought the animal out. All the kids want them. All the peoples want them. Yeah. 6,000 per. Yeah, Rich. Let's actually debate this real quick before I give the fun facts. All right. Oh, I sent that. Yeah. I thought you wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Biggest bust. Oh, yeah. With the first round pick in the last. Jamarcus <laughs> Russell. 12. I think it's Jamarcus Russell. 12 years. It's the biggest bust in the last 12 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> Has to be him. It's hard for me. I, I'm like that. Like a couple of these guys, I know everyone can't see who they are on there, but like, like I don't know who the couple of these guys are. That guy and that you guy. Got, I never even you got seen Carson Palmer, yeah. Eli Manning. He's good. Eli Alex Manning, Smith. fine. Eli Smith, good. Uh, 
Williams, Mario Mar- Williams. Mar- Mar- Mario Williams Marcus yeah. Russell. It gets tricky at Mario Williams. Jamarcus Russell is That's a That's the Long brother. I forget his first name. Is that Chris Long? I don't know. Bust. Jake Long. Jake Long. Stafford, Stafford Bradford, Stafford. Cam Newton, Luck, Eric Fisher. You can't say he's a bust. What's Clowney. He What's he done? Throw, he throws 5,000 yards a year. I know. Clowney, can't Winston, Golf, Miles Garrett, Baker Mayfield, and now Kyle Murray. Yeah. It ain't Baker Mayfield. I'm not it saying ain't Jared Goff. I'm it not ain't. saying that Russell isn't the biggest bust. All I'm saying is he's not a couple the only more? bust. I agree. There's a lot of bust on that list. Okay, yeah, that's yes. cool. Oh, that's literally all I was saying. No, me, I agreed with you, Rich. I don't. I think Rich was. Give the me two man. more. Sam Bradford. No, he's not a bust. He can't oh be. My you God. can't. You, he can't be a bust. Mario he Williams. He played. Mario Williams. Yes, that's one. What about the two guys that we have no idea who they Eric are? Eric Fisher. Did they, did they not count? As, isn't he a lineman? He stinks. <laughs> For the Chiefs, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe I just don't know don't who know those either. guys are. I don't know Maybe they're good. I don't know who they are. That is Jake Long, right? He is good. He's good. He's bald now. So Jake Long is good, and I don't know about the Kansas City guy. So, okay, Mario Williams, Jamarcus Russell. I think that's it. You can't make Bradford a I think bust. Bradford is right there, and I think Stafford is right there. As Stafford, I can't say Stafford. Listen, but Stafford above. Bust? Stafford, that would be a very Bradford. hard for me to argue. If you think right. Stafford's but a bust, you have to think Sam Bradford right. is a bust. Right, so that's okay. where I'm coming from. All right, so we win. That's you, why I'm you, saying. you lose, Rich. Yeah, that's why I'm just trying to stretch okay. here. If I'm stretching... You could argue for Bradford. If we're stretching, I right. mean, we if could add a few more people to this list. Also true. <laughs> Bradford. Winston is a bust. We'll see, He's not, just not a bust yet. Right. We're stretching, but that's. I think we could argue for a lot of busts here. I could tell you the guys who are not a bust. Okay. Right? Here we go. Carson's not a bust. Here we go. Eli's not a bust. Here we go. Alex Smith is not a bust. Yeah. Cam Newton yeah. is not a bust. Alex Smith is close. No, mm-hmm. he is not. No, if you're not. saying Stafford he's and Bradford playoff are? games, he's won playoff games. He's had he, big seasons. He's had success. He's had a lot of success. Okay. Stafford, no success. Bradford, no success. Okay, so whatever. I thought you were saying good players. No, I'm telling you success. Guys who are, yes, I am. I'm saying good players. Carson Palmer, Eli Manning, Alex Smith is a good okay. player. <laughs> okay. Are you kidding me? Um, Cam Newton, Andrew Luck, Genevian Clowney. Jared uh, Goff. Jared Goff, right? He had one good year. The first year two stunk. Two good years. No, first year stunk, right? Oh, he now he's two, two good, good in a row. Okay, yeah. two good years. Fine. He's he's on his way to be good. Uh, and what's his name? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, awesome. And Baker Mayfield, awesome. I mean, it's one year. Okay, Baker Mayfield, one year, but it, it looks really good. <laughs> it looks really good. So that's, that's my quarterback. Yeah. Don't, don't be talking yeah, about no, my, my team. That's my quarterback. I got a st- I got a Cowboy fans gonna start calling me out. Like, yo, bro, you talk a lot about the Browns. A lot about the Browns, but I think Browns fan. I love the Browns, man. I love the Browns. Maybe I got this from Kenny. Let me see if it came through here. All right, Damian Lillard. Again, <laughs> Damian Lillard. This is the Dame Lillard show. Says pressure, nah. Fame. This is th- fam. This is just playing ball. Pressure is the homeless man who doesn't know where his next meal is coming from. Pressure is the single mom who is trying to uh, figure out how to pay her rent. We get paid a lot of money to play a game. Don't get me wrong. There are challenges. But to call it pressure is almost an insult to the regular person. Agreed. 100%, bro. Ice cold. 100%. The Ice King. That's his new name, Dame Lillard, is the Ice King. <laughs> I want oh, you, you mean, to oh, you only, mean the Ice King? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, from now on, I'm only referring to him as yeah. that. Yeah. Yo, someone's got to post before the next thing on our Instagram. Dame Lillard with the blue eyes. Okay. The Ice King is coming for Denver. That's what he's doing. So I think I think this is this 
uh, playoffs is, is going to be awesome. I think it's getting us a lot more into basketball. The NFL draft was awesome. Go ahead, Rich. This was a crazy stat, I just too. Got, yeah. It was, it, These it, are fun facts I got. Yeah, I got go three ahead. of them. So in the past 12 seasons, Nick Saban has more first-round picks than losses. Awesome. 26 Al, uh, Alabama players been drafted mm-hmm. in the first round in the last 12 years. Crazy. And he only has 21 losses. How many do you think that translates into really good plays in the NFL? I think so. Okay. Alabama players have turned out pr- pretty well. I would say at least half. Okay, I agree with you. And I think what helps Nick Saban, this is a crazy stat, right? Mind-blowing stat, that he has fir- more first-round picks than, than he has losses. Insane. I think when they come to him, though, they're already first-round picks. Yeah. He's just, like, feeding them and giving them weights. Other than that, the God-given talent is already – they're already on their way to the first-round pick. You know what I'm saying? That Quentin Williams, him got you know recruited by Auburn. He fell in Nick Saban's lap. Like, there's guys well, it's like also, that. also – the super athletes want to play for Nick right, Saban. Right, exactly. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So they come to him. It is his name that, that's right. bringing those guys there. Right. They come to him already first-round draft picks. So yeah. they're just choosing, blessing him with that stat. That's the players who got him that. Okay, what else you got on your fun facts? Two years in a row yes. with the seventh pick, mm-hmm. a Josh Allen was selected. That's crazy. Wow. Which one's going to have a better career? I think – I was going to say Josh Allen. But both Josh, I think the defensive guy. Yeah, the Jaguar guy. The Jaguar this guy. Year, you think so? I think he's going to be a good defensive player. Okay. I think they're both pretty good. I think, I think the, the, Josh, the quarterback, Josh Allen, is going to be pretty good too. I think the other I, – I, but I would choose the Jaguars guy. Go ahead. And what about the AFC East? Yes. All those quarterbacks in that division – well, Besides Tom Brady, mm-hmm. are the young quarterbacks that were drafted last year in their draft? Besides Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson, wow! Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, Miami Dolphin, Josh Rosen, the Jets, Sam Darnold. So three quarterbacks from last year's first round draft, first round, yeah, are in NFC. Hats got to go, right? Yeah, I mean definitely. after like yeah, an that's hour a crazy. 15. That's a crazy stat, Rich. Crazy. And I also like this thing about Josh Rosen that the Miami will get him. With all of his money that he already basically has made, has been paid by the Cardinals. Which is 20, nothing. I like mean, $20 million the Cardinals paid already to him. Now Miami gets him. No, he it gets, can't be $20 million. It's He's something. on a rookie deal. Yeah, but he, th- these guys, got bi- they make all their money in the first year of their whole deal. So now for the next three years, he'll get paid $2 million per year. Miami got a starting quarterback for $2 million. I don't think he's good. I'll say that though. I don't think I think he's gonna be the next guy on that list <laughs> with the old Busteroo, right next to Dwayne Haskins. Take no. it easy. <laughs> no shot. No shot. Shout out to Dame Lillard, by the way. Before y'all. we get off this, the AKA ice the Ice King. Before we get off this podcast, this is the fourth time you interrupted me when I was trying to wrap up, bro. What do you we got? got Game well, of I want, Thrones I to watch. Dog. I got yeah. To, can't make it two episodes. Let's okay. just do a quick. What do you guys think is gonna happen tonight? Game oh, of Thrones. Okay. All right. All right. All I right. think. Uh, Brienne dies. I think Jamie dies. I think Tyron dies. I think Theon dies. Dang. I think the dude that got grayscale dies. Mm-hmm. I think Gilly and the son dies. Who lives? <laughs> I was about to say, who lives here? You think the Night King dies? No, but I think he retreats at the end of the episode. You think the Night King ha- got retreat in him? No, no, but... They're going to make some kind of deal. Okay. Where he's just going to go off and do his thing. But here's what is going to happen. He's going to resurrect all the 
the dead Starks from underneath the crypts where all the safe people are going. Oh, my gosh. And they're going to start wiping out people down there. Whoa. I never... Oh my! Oh man, that's gonna be nuts if it is. What's crazy is, and what I gotta strap in for is that it's gonna be the longest battle in cinema history and the most expensive. And so what? That it was tells like fifty me million dollars for this. As episode. soon as it starts, I'm <laughs> locked in fully. Yo, you guys. Fully locked in, and we got the sound bar. Yeah, I over bought here. a sound sound bar. Yo, let me ask you a question. Do you go episode. blackout? Over here? Oh, What's yeah. The, yeah. Yo, by my house, we go lights on. Convince me to stay and watch it with you guys. What? Whoa. All right. All right. I, I never watch Game of Thrones. I don't know you what you guys are talking how are you about. Epic be battle able? scene? Yeah. Most epic battle scene ever. Blood, guts, dragons, really pretty women, <laughs> muscular dudes who you want to be, the Night King, <laughs> Dame Lillard. Right, <laughs> they literally was making an appearance this episode. The thing about this episode is it's crazy. It's crazy as a Game of Thrones fan to have all these people together and know a lot of them are going to at die. Winterfell and the, and know that characters against, that you love for right, years, right? Against anyone else, they destroy them. But the Night King is coming, and it's you don't know where he's coming from. He may come from the back, from underneath. Did you hear overhead. what Bran said? I mean, I feel like they're yeah. just giving us hints where Jamie was like, and what about after this? And he was like, and he, he's the one that knows everything about the past and present. And he was like, there what is, makes you think that there's going to be an yeah. after? <laughs> there ain't no after this. It's the Night King, dog. He's coming for you. Know, you guys are making this real interesting. I don't yeah. know nothing about the show, but I just Have you like ever seen what the Night King insane. even looks like? I think I've seen it once. Oh, he's scary, I seen like one bro. episode last year, and he, I think he was in there and when he relived when he brought the dragon back. Okay, yeah, that's him. So yeah, and I've he's not him. like a where he's like scary, like to look at or disgusting to look at. He's just he's like, like you could whoa. see the human in him, yeah. but you could see the crazy power and 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 like intellectual so calculated. Of him. Yeah. and he's, he's like on one of the path. most bad villains in the in the world. That he'll drop a 70 point three, 70 foot three on you. <laughs> Boom. Wow. That's what Series he That's what his move. If that's what he did with the dragon, with the spear. <laughs> yeah. He just like that's seen right. that thing coming. Yes, he did pull the Dame Lillard. Wow. <laughs> Through an arrow, no one kills a dragon. Yeah. Rich, by the way. You can't kill a dragon. No one. Night King threw a spear at him in flight. Not even down on the ground. Flight. <laughs> Killed him. Crazy. I'm so pumped about this episode that's coming out. It's only a couple left. So shout out to y'all Game of Thrones fans that are out there. Shout out to the RDC fans that are out here. My brother-in-law Ryan is coming home very soon. All right. We'll get him on. We're going to get him on. I think that's something that we're going to start. We should start try to do as much as possible coming up. I know our schedules are a little crazy with having people on and telling them because us three are just on the fly right now. But if we can we figure out when we're going to do the episode minutes before we're going to do that. Yes. Yes. So, Josh, if you're listening, we want you on. But we literally decide <laughs> five minutes before amongst all the chaos in our life, what's going on that we want you on. Ryan, the same thing, too. And Pat, the same thing, too. And everybody else we want on. So episode 54 with more to come, y'all. We thank you and we appreciate it all. Peace.